Well, hello again and welcome back to Money Awakenings. You hear that in the background? I'm walking on the beach right now at night. And I'd like you to join me for a walk as we discuss some pivotal uh, ideas that maybe will change the way you look at life, especially when it comes to money. So if you don't know who I am, my name is Larry Morrison, I'm a financial shaman. Shaman is just a word, it's a name for someone who brings the spirit world into the physical world, or helps in that way. And so, I've spent uh, over a decade in the financial world, and what I've realized is that... uh, we have a lot of really weird beliefs about money. And a lot of those beliefs are... Oh, i got to write that other one down. A lot of those beliefs have to... uh, I just had an idea for another next podcast. (sighs) Conflicting beliefs. It's like a hamster wheel. It's like a straight jacket. I'll get there. So, we have a lot of really weird beliefs about money. And a lot of those beliefs stop us from doing a lot of things because we get hung up on the money part of it. Um, like someone will say, "Hi, I'm inspired to do this great thing, but I don't know where the I, I don't have the money." And it's like, okay, <laughs> uh, you're hung up on the money because you think that's the only way to, in the world to create, which it's not. It's actually the one of the more slower ones. It's just the most common one that you see as we deal with it every day. But anyway, so let's just keep going down that rabbit hole, shall we? I'm kind of in that realm anyway. So in this show, podcast, besides when I have guests, it's mostly me out for a walk, you joining me. So just think of us two friendly people, open-minded, having a discussion, except I'm doing all the talking. And, you know, you can feel free to pause and ponder and discuss. Take what you want and leave the rest. I don't pretend that um, this is all going to resonate with you. But my intention is to create the dialogue within you. That if something is a very strong negative reaction, go inside and ask why. We don't really need to question the positive reactions. But, um, okay, if you'd like. But let's start with tonight's talk with purpose. It's my belief that we were not put on this earth to make money. That we have replaced God, universe source, all that is, it's one of my favorites, reality, whatever, happiness, joy, with money. Love. All those are just different names for God. But 
Some may resonate, some might not. Sometimes God is a tainted. It's just. I like Gus. That's one of my one of my friends calls God Gus, which is uh, God, universe, and source. <laughs> anyway, whatever it means to you, Awa, spirit, heart, um, creator, infinite intelligence. We've replaced that thing. The thing that beats the heart, keeps the sun burning, creates worlds. We replace that thing with money. The money God, or sometimes the lack of money God. What do I mean by that? I can speak from experience about that one. Because I did it for 38 years. I believed that if I had money, I would be happy. More than that, if I didn't have money, I was a failure. When I was broke, all I could think about was money. Every thought that came in from the what I should eat for lunch to... I don't know, dating, everything went through the filter of money. How am I going to afford that? What can I afford? Looks like it's ramen today. Like everything, everything went through the filter of money. It was my God. Anytime I would even let myself dream of the future, it always had to have a lot of money in it. Never had to have a lot of purpose, by the way. And I just realized that as I said it. That's interesting. Hmm. That was my God. Money or the lack of it. I remember this one time I was broke. And uh, I literally felt trapped. Like, what am I going to do today? Oh, yeah, I don't have money, so it's either all the free things I can do. um, You know, read the books that I have or watch TV or go for a walk or whatever. Because even going to the movies was like, shit, man, that's going to cut into it, right? So, (laughs) money God. Every decision I made... How many decisions do you make that have, uh, incorporate money? Is it your job? or Would you even go to your job if it wasn't for the money? Is it, uh, you know, buying a home, starting a family? The car that you drive or don't drive. The bicycle maybe you ride or don't ride. You know, all these things. Money, 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 money. That's what I mean when I say we replace God with money. When you think, or I thought, that if I had a lot of money, I would be blessed by God. That everybody who had a lot of money was somehow an enlightened master. 
how little I, how, how wrong I was. That that BS got uh, taken away real quick, though. I didn't want to see it for a long time. I'd be like, oh, I'll be different, even though every almost every rich person I met is an asshole. I'll be different. And I eventually did meet nice, wealthy people, or rich people, but um, it's because they had worked on their inside. They did a lot of work on their inside, in the inner world. But uh, actually they spent a lot of their money on their inner world, which is exactly what I do today. But, because um, what the fuck else are we going to spend it on? So... money guy. Now, imagine for a second that you're God. Just a thought experiment with me. Right? You're an omnipotent being can create everything in existence and any way beyond our even our imagination. Let's just stick with what you do know. It created all the stars and the sun, which is a star, and the earth and all of the intricate parts of it that go together. And then it created... And if you don't believe in God, then just say reality, okay? Whatever random circumstances had to come together to bring forth life. You know, if this is a VR simulation or whatever you believe. But bottom line is, it's a pretty amazing thing, right? Now... Imagine you created sentient life, which is, you know, conscious beings, beings that could understand that they are aware, that are aware that they have thoughts that they think, and ideally that they are not those thoughts. Wow, it's another shooting star. Man, this is a nice night. Thank you. And not only that, that <laughs> there's seven billion of them on a planet that's more than enough to sustain them and more, hopefully, and with animals and insects and reptiles and dinosaurs, not currently, obviously, and like all of this stuff. You created all of that. Let's just imagine that. And you want to tell me that you could create all of that just so the sentient life that you also created and gave free will, which is a whole other podcast, but you gave them free will just to, just to make money? Just to play the money game. That's the whole reason you put them on Earth? That's the whole reason for this game. This whole shebang. From the fact that 
the Goldilocks zone and uh, you know the fact that life could be created here, the, the three levels of water and everything we learned in science about how amazing it is that life even exists at all. The fact that Earth is on a perfect axis that creates seasons and nourishes and replenishes the Earth. Our ecosystem, all of that stuff is so that we could play with the money game? So that we could accumulate crap that we don't need and then have so much crap that our garages are overflowing and put it in storage units to go to jobs we don't like for money? Is that what I... Oh, oh so that a select few could be rich and then taint that richest night by not being happy because we all think that money will make you happy. Which I believe... <laughs> you wouldn't be listening to me if it wasn't the case. More people are starting to wake up to that lie. Hopefully they didn't have to be like me and go get the damn shit and then realize... Oh, this wasn't it. Son of a bitch. Chase, feel like I'm chasing my tail for 10 years. So, that's the reason I'm walking on the beach. I, I, this gorgeous ocean that's in the dark. I assume it's there and, and gorgeous. What I can see is gorgeous. That's the reason all this exists. So that we can accumulate money. That's, that's why. I call bullshit. I call extreme bullshit. So then you obviously have to ask yourself, why are we here? You know, scientists and people have been asking that for years, but it didn't stop us from still playing the money game, though, right? <coughs> got the COVID. No, I'm kidding. It's just a, just a cough. Okay, so I'm probably, because I'm yelling top of my lungs. So, why are we here? I'm fairly certain it's not for money. I'm fairly certain that money was always intended just to be a tool. It's a unit of energy that we give to one another in exchange for services and or fireworks. Whoa. And fireworks, apparently. It's a random... Firework. It's the July 10th, for God's sake. All Americans love blowing shit up. So, oh, it's Saturday. It's the Saturday after, so that's makes it the 11th, I guess. Yeah. So they didn't blow them up last Saturday. Okay. So it's just an exchange instrument. It's energy. You could, you know, I love the, when they, you know, say money is love because so many people go get it for the love of their family and then love what they do so they create from that place it's just an instrument yet we make it everything we make it God and we have this stupid belief that it will make us happy because 
I really think it's because a lot of us have experienced or see, if we haven't experienced it, what it's like to not have. And the mind says, that sucks, I don't want to experience that pain again, we need money. Or, I don't have all the options that I want to have. I don't feel free in this world, so I want money to get there. It's okay because nobody taught us any different, but it's literally the entire world keeping up with the Joneses. The entire world is doing this. The entire world thinks, and I've been to most, a lot, I have most, maybe half the countries? Maybe half, no. All the continents but Africa. I've probably been to like a third of the countries on the earth. They're all playing, the ones I've been to are all playing the game. Well, and obviously not Antarctica. Um, I have no desire to go there. I don't know if I would. So just to be another achievement. But everybody's playing this stupid game. And I sound like I'm judging it. As I'm saying it. I'm hearing it. It's actually a beautiful game because it woke me up to the truth. And I'm grateful to see it now. And you're probably listening because you love and or hate it as well. And I'm grateful for everything I've been given. I just think that we are all acting like lemmings. Because we don't see many people at all besides like a Buddhist monk or a super, you know, religious person playing any different game. Though I, that's not true. I, I see more, of course I'm in that world a little bit more though now. So see, I see more and more people living from their passion, but it's because I spend more time there in that, in that world. I'm attracting those type of people into my life. Anyway, my point is, we're not put on this earth for that. I'm very, very sure. But ask yourself, do you believe that all of creation was put here to make money? I'll wait for your answer. (laughs) I'm kidding, I can't hear you. Okay. So, most likely not, right? So then what's the purpose for being here? Well, in my estimation, time I've been here, once I started to look outside of money as the all-encompassing magic key to life, purpose kind of ironic what's the purpose for us being here purpose but that's an individual thing your purpose is different than my purpose it has to be right it's like our fingerprints are different our experiences are different 
And if I was God and I wanted to experience every possible variation of everything, which it clearly what it's looking like it wants to do, and then I also want to notice, I also want to, I talked about this a couple podcasts ago, but it's playing an entirely different game. Obviously, God's not playing a money game. It's playing the evolution game. Right? We're constantly evolving. Constantly. And so you've got to ask yourself, what is the next step in evolution? In my opinion, once you get money out of your system, or just take a breather from it for a second, and look, it took me a long time to step away from it and just be like, wait a minute, something's... Something's not right. I did it years ago. Stepped away. I was like, wait a minute. This this game is not... I don't like it. I don't get it. I don't... I need a breather. And I went super deep into it. Then I came back to it because everybody else was playing it. I didn't know what else, other game to play. Now I get it. I had to go back out. Come back in. Actually get the money. Then I saw it again. I'm like, damn it, I knew this wasn't it. I had to prove it to myself, I guess. Which is fine. So I'm here now. That's the most important thing. Okay, so once you take a breather from the money game, you start to realize if that's why we're not here and it's not a fulfilling game to play, why are we here? But you can only ask that of yourself. Because you can ask that of the population, which, like I said, in my opinion, it's evolution. To constantly evolve. And when you ask that, it's what's the next step in evolution, which is obviously consciousness. If you say technology, that's, yeah, it's cool. But come on. <laughs> it's just another, it's a great tool just like every other tool we've created as men. From the first spear, you know, to knives, the Bronze Age, shoeing horses, it's technology. It's great. Makes our lives easier. You know, one farmer can farm (laughs) ridiculous amount of acres with the machinery that we've created. It's more efficient. Technology is great, but that's not evolution. <laughs> you could say, well, we're going to get to the stars and blah. Okay, great. Yeah, let's. Consciousness is clearly the next evolutionary step. You can see it in almost everything that we do. We're st- <laughs> My favorite example of it is emotional intelligence. Emotional intelligence wasn't even a thing wasn't even a blip on the radar before two, the year 2000. Now, thankfully, it was adopted by capitalists. No, that's not what I, wrong word. Business people adopted it because there was data. It was data-driven. And you could see that people who had higher emotional intelligence made more money because they could manage people better, because they could manage their emotions. <clears throat> So, once you start to understand what emotional intelligence is, it's simply understanding the self. 
It's more self-awareness. It's more understanding reaction. Um, Triggers, right? Brene Brown wouldn't be where she is if we didn't need that next step in evolution. And then you look at (coughs) yoga, which what we think is yoga in the Western world is, you know, a yoga mat and exercise. No, that's not what yoga is. Somebody who's lived in India, let me tell you, that's not yoga. That is a certain type of yoga in order to get the body in shape to be able to sit in lotus posture. So you don't have to, but that's what they that's what it was made for. So like it was able to get your body in shape enough to sit stand straight up and meditate for hours. Okay? So real yoga is to connect by mind, body, and spirit together. So, but yoga wasn't even a thing like 20, 30 years ago. Meditation was not nearly as proud. Now they're starting to put meditation in school, which is super awesome. But like clearly consciousness is the next evolutionary step. More and more people are figuring out like we're not nearly as far as we think we are and technology can only do so much so okay purpose so if conscious is the next step in our evolution that's not something we can do as a whole it's only something we can do as individuals all of us are going to have to evolve ourselves personally. Why do I bring this up? Because if money's not God, and the purpose isn't to amass money, in my opinion, from my own soul searching, purpose is. But we all have an individual purpose. And we have to evolve with purpose. And I don't mean like, I'm going to really work hard at evolving. That's not, you're going to evolve naturally anyway. What I mean is, your purpose for being here. Why did you incarnate into this life? We know it's not money. Or I think we agree at this point, finally. That it's not money. So just to make money and pay bills and fucking... You know, go to a shitty job you hate. So, why are you here? That needs to be the most important question you ask yourself. Why am I here? You have to answer it from stillness. From quiet. From heart. If you say, I think I'm here, but that's not it. It's not going to come from the mind. It's not going to come as a thought. Though it might come as an intuition or an image 
usually it's a feeling and then a vibration and then possibly images but it, I mean, it could come in a different variety of ways for different people but that's your all-encompassing question to be asking why am I here not how do I make more money once I have more money I'll go do that thing so there's this phase if you don't know what you're here for so what I'm here for for instance is to teach people worthiness because in my entire life I've felt unworthy and also during that the contrast of that I felt ashamed felt unworthy not good enough the contrast of that is worthiness and so the more I learn about worthiness the more I want to pass it on for other people who are seeking to understand it and because I fully believe that self-worth and net worth are tied together meaning that a lot of people have trouble blocking their flow of money because they don't feel worthy of it and other people are seeking money to fill the hole of worthiness because I did it for years almost all of my life so what I found I want to pass on that's my purpose but you notice there's no outcome in there I'm not outcome driven I don't care if no one's listened to this ever it doesn't bother me what would bother me is if I didn't speak if I didn't live this purpose that would bother me that would chew me up that would force me to go back into addictions living with purpose this is my creative outlet I literally don't know what I'm gonna say next but I know my heart does all this wisdom if you want to call it that is not coming from my mind it's coming from wherever things come from that are not in the mind through the heart through source soul whatever it's its expression through me just like a musician would have an expression through their instrument coming from a different place so this is my thing not to say that you can't have the same thing say you could say the same things in different words if it's authentic people will resonate with it somebody might say it in a different way to resonate some differently in some with somebody else but all the spiritual teachers have done that right they all say the same thing in a different way connect with heart you know, Christ said it, um, he said it, build your house upon the rock, not the sand. Sand, to me, the rock being the heart, the inner world, the sand being the physical, outer world, mental world. Right? Abraham would say, get into the vortex. Get out of your mind and into the vortex. Right? Eckhart Tolle, be here now. That's your peace, your place, your center, your core your inner world the now is where that is 
Not the mind. Byron Katie. <laughs> a mind at home with itself. Rest nowhere. I think that was Buddha, actually. She, anyway. Buddha said that. But Byron Katie would be like, just in a space of no thought. Right? It's not, because it's not in the mind. It's in the consciousness. Hello. How's it going? So, I could go on and on. I mean, Wayne Dyer would say it. Um, Don't die with your music still in you, which is my favorite quote of his. Which is that stuff that's inside of you needs to get out, not what's in your mind. Right? So, what is that thing that lights you up? What is that thing that excites you beyond belief that just the mere thought of it? Just, oh my God, I'd love that if that were me, right? What is that thing for you? That's what you're here to do. But you think you need money to do it. Or you have just doubt. But I promise you, you would not have that inspiration to do whatever that thing is if there wasn't a way to get to it, if there wasn't a million ways to get to it, if you weren't meant to get to it or to get to doing it, the creation part. What was it, Bashar? He says it. How does he say it? Uh... Create from your highest excitement, or follow your highest excitement, with no insistence on outcome. Right, the inner excitement, not the drudgery of oh, I gotta do this fucking stupid thing I don't like. It's your highest excitement. So what is that thing that lights you up? And if you don't know, that's okay. Now you know what to ask yourself. Now you know that is your purpose, to find your purpose. To sit with it, quietly. I remember there was a lot of time I didn't know what it was for me. Thankfully, I didn't dwell on it too much. I just kind of knew it would come. Kind of did my thing. You know, I got in a meditation routine and got to feeling my inner space and connecting with it and communicating with it. And through a random series of events that don't even sound real, it came. 
And then validation came, which was super interesting. That part of it still blows me away. It's like, whoa. Because it felt big. It felt really big. I was like, oh, shit. It feels big. Which is another way of saying that I'm not big enough. Which is exactly what I was talking about, the unworthiness thing, right? Which is like validation right there. But also people I highly respect said, this is great, you know, that's perfect. Exactly, you know. But anyway, my point is if you don't know, that's all right. But now you know what you're supposed to be doing. Not chasing money. Because here's the secret. Not the secret. <laughs> the secret is all the money will show up that you need it to, how much you need, not how much you want, how much you need will always show up when you're living your purpose. You will always be provided before because the universe wants to see that happen. It's the reason you're put here, and it's the reason it's giving you those cues, the reason it's giving the excitement. So of course it will provide for you exactly how much you need when you start living and walking that path. So ask yourself, do you really want millions of dollars? Or do you want to live on this planet with purpose? You want to create from that place of knowing through and through, mind, body, and spirit, why you're here and watching that magic work through you. Being in a dance with reality. Or do you just want a bunch of money? No shame in that. No. If you want a bunch of money, there's plenty of ways to get that. I love what Jim Carrey said, you know, I hope everybody gets rich and famous so they can realize that's not it. If you're still going down that path, go down that path. I did it. I had to come to my own conclusion. (laughs) I thought I knew. I thought I understood. When I let, when I, I left the money game, I went, this is what I did, because I'm extreme, you know, I'm saying you have to do this. This was about six years ago, I was 14, I went super extreme. Uh, I decided I want to face my fear, because I have, you know, fear had, I faced it twice now. I had a fear that if I was broke and homeless, I was a failure and life would be over. So I said, I'm going to throw everything in storage and be homeless. Six years ago. And face this fear. Face it and look it in the eye. It wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. It was crazy. It wasn't that bad as I thought it was going to be. It was definitely an adventure. I wouldn't want to do it again. Um, as far as that experience, not saying being homeless so bad um 
but you don't have to go that extreme. But like what I'm saying is I left the money game in the way I thought was best at the time to get my head straight. I was like, I want to be out of this checking emails, checking bank accounts, you know, hustle grind that I was constantly in. I want to be out of that for a little while. Or I thought permanently, like that's how I was going to beat the game. And then eventually I got, I got to learn a lot of truths and I got pulled back in. Because I never really fully believed, like I do now, that money wasn't the way. I had an idea. I thought I understood it. I thought I had it. And now I get it. Because when I got back, crazy series of events isn't really what I go into. But I made the money. The, the big... You know, what I thought was life-changing money. <laughs> it's like, oh, fuck. I was right. This isn't the way. I'm still the same person. Here's another thing. More money does not make you more happy. It just makes you more of what you already are. If anything. So if you're lost in life, it's going to make you more lost. You're not going to know what to do. You're not going to know what... You don't know who to trust. You see that with a lot of lottery winners. They are lost in life. They are lost with money. They want to get rid of it. If you're an asshole, you're going to be a bigger asshole. If you're generous, you're going to be more generous. For me, I wanted freedom, and I thought money would bring it. It didn't. It didn't, it didn't. It, did, it, it didn't bring it the way I thought it was going to bring it. I thought I would be laying back on a beach with a cocktail forever. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. Because, let's say you get there, then what? You don't think that shit gets old? All glory is fleeting. This shit's empty, man. Having a lot of money is, there's an emptiness to it. When you have it for those reasons. Because I was trying to get my freedom through money, which means if I don't have it, I'm not free. I was going to try to get my father's approval through money. Which means if I don't have money, I don't have his approval. Now I'm lo- now you're worried about losing it. Because you lose your freedom. And your father's approval, in my case. And your happiness. If you tied happiness to money, you can't lose that. You don't want to feel pain.
There's only one thing to do here. <laughs> Live with purpose. There's no power. There's no thing like it. I want you to do an exercise for me. It's one I did years ago, and I'll do it with you again tonight. <clears throat> I want you to imagine... I want you to imagine what life would be like with all the money you ever wanted. Sit and imagine it. Cars, people that you want, maybe even fame, travel, houses, boats, toys. Sit with it. Like, really live the life. A friend that showed me this exercise, he went super deep, like years imagining this stuff. Okay, so now I've got the mansion in Lake Tahoe, the mansion in San Diego, on the beach, of course, on the lake, on the other one. All the toys, tons and tons of cash, all the investments, passive income. I don't have to work. Traveled the world. Met everybody I wanted to meet. Every famous person. Every whatever. Been to Oktoberfest. I don't know why that came to mind. Been to all the places, Bali. Been to all the places, Bora Bora. All in five-star luxury. Cruises. Taking my friends and family on trips. Retired them. So they can have somebody to hang out with. Everything you could possibly imagine. And then ask yourself this question. Then what? How many years would it take to get tired of that shit? I never get tired of traveling, meeting new people. Yeah, you do. You do. I did. You will. Especially if it's all surface conversations. can't get tired of playing on a jet ski. You can. You can. Been there. It's fun. And it's fun to get tired of it. But you will. Then what? Because if you were like me, hopefully you don't Hopefully the, just, imagine it for hours, imagine it for days, imagine it for weeks, imagine how long it takes to get to the point 
where you're like, you can do anything, have anything, then what? Because ultimately it'll take you right back to this question, this place. Well, I probably want to help other people. Great. How? First thought would be, well, I'll give them money. That doesn't help people. You think that it does, but it doesn't. You don't want to give a man a fish. You want to teach him to fish. Well, I could buy all, you know, I could give all these kids education, meals. Great. Okay, so you're saying you want to help kids with education or feed them. Now we're talking about a purpose. Now we're talking about an action that you don't need millions of dollars to accomplish. See what I'm saying? You need to skip the middleman of money and go straight to purpose. And then watch the money show up. If only as much as you need not as much as it's going to make you feel safe. That's a whole other podcast. That's your mission. That's your goal. That's your uh, uh, homework. Just sit and imagine for however long you need to. It takes you a year. I mean, I don't think it will, but... Come to the end of imagination with money. How long would it take? How much would it take? What would it take? So your imagination can't go any further. And when you ask yourself, then what? Then what? What is it you want to do? If you had all the resources in the world, which you do, just don't think you do, what would you do? Maybe you'll find a purpose. That's how I came to, that's how you came to be listening to my purpose. Good journey, my friends.